Okay, I get. Oh, we're back for part two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Mm. Right. Hello, everybody. And we're back. Yes. Back. Part... Back. 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 Back again. <laughs> Come on, Elsa Edwards. Bam. <laughs> part two of the interview. So in part one of the interview, <clears throat> we shared a lot about ourselves, like where we're from. Um, Us as kids. Exactly. Kiddos. And I also talked about um, the beginning of the scene here, mm -hmm. as well as how I chose my name. Mm. So let's go to Vextra von Hex. <gasps> yes. Oh. <laughs> if I can find the question. <laughs> um, Not because I wrote really long notes. Yes. All right. So how? So <clears throat> the question for me was when and what the scene was like when mm. I started. What was the scene like when you started? Okay, well, I'm going to do slight background here, but okay. I first met, I first came into contact with the drag scene through Zaza Zelia. And Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, she's retired. But it's, okay, it's Zah. So I actually met Zah on Grindr. Oh. Because... Um, she says her taste have changed, but at least at the time, she was very much into hairy, berry, white menses. Girl, I will see that when I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had hair, so she. You still have me. hair? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have hair. <laughs> so she texted me. And at some point, she told me she was a queen. And I told her, of course, that I love drag and love, of course, love drag race. And. I would love to be a queen. I think maybe she asked if I ever wanted to do drag. And I said, yeah, but I didn't know where to start. And she did say, just come out to a show and I can introduce you to queens. And I was like, because oh, I was basically a hermit at the time. Like she invited me to a couple shows and I didn't show up because I just went to work, came home. I was in this comfortable relationship came home, played game, played video games, or worked on music, and went to sleep, wake up, wash, rinse, repeat. And I know that, like, I did meet Annie at some point, and... <clears throat> Was this before we all met you? Yeah. Okay. Um, and she also showed me pictures of Winnie. I remember seeing Winnie Wakanda Washington in her Pikachu suit. Imagine. <laughs> and thinking like, oh, okay. So... And my unblended orange shadow. Uh, I remember, oh, I'm sorry. I keep hitting the headphones. I remember thinking like, wow, okay, they have a black queen. I was surprised. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was like, they're either going to be Vietnamese or all white. Oh, yeah. So I was living. I was like, okay. So they might actually have an interesting scene. Um, so... Let's see. I met and I I did see Silver's profile as well, although it was under her girl uh, her real name, and I used to think that was her drag name. I used to think it was an anglicized version of the word for curious in Vietnamese. And I was like, okay, interesting. <laughs> anyway, I, and I even met Annie at some point, though she was very drunk when I met her. 
and she was telling me about um, a performance everyone was doing for upcoming wet maybe everyone had to dress up like their favorite queen Oh yeah, that was a collaboration between Wet and Peach. Um, yeah. And she was telling me about her performance as Alaska doing puppet. She was going to yes. dress up like uh, pound cake. Pound cake. And yeah, and before this, I never had any. Oh, it's dead. Oh. <clears throat> okay, keep going. Okay, before I got interrupted by this rude battery um so i never had any idea of bio queens before this or afab queens all right and i re and honestly at the time i didn't know what to think because i thought like drag was gay men or drag kings were gay women's uh ways of expressing themselves and the other gender basically you know i was very ignorant to it to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's a legitimate uh, thing to say because to this day, I think a lot of people still think like that and we should actually blame the most famous queen in the world for that <laughs> um, because she says that um, to be on Drag Race, all you need is charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent, mm -hmm. nothing else. But is she telling me that in all the 12 seasons that she's done so far, there's no one AFAB person that Except has, for Michelle Visage. Except for Michelle Visage that has charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Mm. Come on, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I finally, and you know, that was kind of giving up on me because I think he invited me to two shows and I didn't show. And then came that fateful night for July's Pete that I finally went out, I said, okay, I'm going to do it. You know, it's a drag show. I love drag. If I meet the queens and they hate me, I guess I'm not doing drag. <laughs> <laughs> if they're not friendly, I guess I'm just going to stay away. But no, I went, lived my life. I was like, wow, the, there are some really good queens. Like, they turn looks. And I remember Silver let me come to her house. I met all the queens after the show there. Yeah, we usually go to her house to finish all her gin and tonic. Yeah. <laughs> she has a lot of gin and tonic. Yeah, and unwind. <laughs> and yeah, I met all the queens there. Almost all of them were there. And I, and I do remember sitting there looking at Silver and her look being gagged and being like, yeah. <laughs> yes. At that moment, I was like, I don't know why I thought... Of, that uh, a woman yeah a, do a biological woman couldn't do drag because i'm sitting in front of a fierce ass drag queen yes. right now and so i'm pretty easy to change on things so i'm i'm glad she invited me over and i got to google and gaggle google <laughs> to gag <laughs> over her look and be like okay a5 queens are definitely queens yes for sure and then of course i'm I don't know. I think Annie. No, Annie was in Germany at the time. But yeah. At, so when I went to that show, the scene was actually decently established because there were a lot of people at the show. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like super packed, but I had to stand on a couch to see. This was 2019 around yeah. July, June or July. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so 
Yeah, they uh, luckily the drag orphanage accepted me into their claws, into their home, <laughs> and they let me come to like Silver let me come to the next makeup party, and even Winnie helped me. Like I met her that night. Winnie Ooh. helped me for my first performance because I sent her videos and. Oh yes, I, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I went to her to one or two of her other shows was hanging out with her. So she also helped me my first time as well. So everybody was so friendly and so helpful and helping me get started. And the scene, yeah, was fairly established. So it wasn't hard for me to get gigs at first. Yeah, it's not hard for anybody to get gigs. Yeah. You know, um, I always complain that like, I think the quality of our shows sometimes can be weird, you know, um, <laughs> But at the same time, I really think that it is important to showcase new queens. Mm. And we can't just have people who've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. You know, because the performances are going to be the same. Mm. You know, you're going to expect the same thing over and over again. It's not a bad thing, but it's also not good if we want to grow a grow. scene. You know, so it's pretty easy. If you're in Hanoi right now and you want to do drag, just contact us. and come, Yeah. Do what I did, message Zahang Grinder. Exactly. And then yeah. Ask him to come to the next peach, which he yes. sort of organizes. Yes. Or if you see us <laughs> at a show, just approach one queen and ask, How do I become a queen? Like nine out of 10 times, it'll be easy for them to tell you that come to a makeup party or like just um, start with this, start with that. You yeah. Know? yeah. And I mean, definitely we will go into what you could do to get started, but. Yeah, I definitely, I don't know. It was very strange because I never thought I would do drag, even though watching, having seen that first drag show with Jack K. Monroe and watching Drag Race and being like, I cannot believe they made a TV show with drag queens. And of course I wanted to do drag, but it was just, I didn't try to put myself out there to do it. And it happened in Hanoi. So it's like everything kind of came around when I came to Vietnam. And yeah, like I said, the scene was decently established, but it was not hard to get gigs. Now we do have a lot more queens. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the first show I ever did was the very next Peach because Za and everyone was saying, if you want to start, you need to just sign up and start yeah, or you never jump will. jump into it, yeah. yeah. And so I did, I said, okay, next Peach, Let's do it. And I was super nervous. I did Patti LaBelle's I think about you, you, you. Oh, oh. <laughs> I think I started on the wrong key, sorry. But it's okay. I did that song. It was for a peach sing-along. So everybody had lyric sheets to sing along with me. I tried to do a wig reveal with two hard, two hard fronts and also stuffed like fake pills, quote unquote, under my wig. <laughs> that was like candy. But you know, it was fun. Um, I was floppy and not really knowing how to use the stage. Well, I know I loved being on the stage, but I still still do have to learn a lot about using the stage <laughs> and my body right. But after that night, I was definitely hooked. And I, okay, yes. I hit the ground running. I went to every, pretty much every makeup party 
Yes. I actually practiced at them. Yeah. I had people <laughs> like BBQ, you know, getting angry and being like, what are you doing? And eventually got myself figured out. And I feel like, um, I feel like, I don't know if I want to say I'm an established queen, but I definitely don't feel like a new queen. Yeah, definitely. Anymore. Yeah. Although I don't want to ever think of myself as established because I feel like that would be settling. Yes. Once you start <clears throat> thinking that you have come into your own, then there's no room for growing. Oh, no. You and, know, but... and I'm still a baby queen, to be honest. It's not even been an actual year. So. It has. It's July right now. Oh, gosh. We're contesting yeah, the... it's It's almost August. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a year soon. Yeah. Because a bitch doesn't know her birth date. It was the uh, August single, I Which swear. is very easy to know if she went on to Facebook events, <laughs> looked onto Peach's site, and went to the very first sing-along. She would know Let's when she was born. <laughs> Let's do but, it. But, yeah, I must say that, like, um, I think... Um, even though I've been doing drag for longer, you paint faster than me. I'm still the slowest painter <laughs> around all these queens. So I think, yeah. yeah, I, sorry, Fiona just gave me a compliment and I feel like I have to Ugh, that bitch. relish in it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but oh, I, after the first show, I was addicted, even though this very second performance I ever had for, Sassy Gay Socials um, was me doing a lip sync battle against Dick Team, which, if you remember, was probably, is probably one of the most established drag troops in North, yeah. the north of Vietnam. And they yeah, were the only three. family in the, I mean, not the only family, but the only family that we know. Yeah. And there were three of those bitches on the stage and they were all <laughs> the best dancers. <laughs> And even after that, I was like, no, I still want to go. I still, I'm obsessed with putting on the whole, everything, the whole shebang, the makeup, the outfits. I, after that show, I wanted to make my own outfit and I did. And that's the thing about what drag has done for me. I never thought that I could draw out a look and then figure out what I need to make it and then actually make it pretty close to what I drew. Mm. <clears throat> and... Yeah, I I just hit the ground running. I was just like, give me, if there's a gig, give it to me. Yeah. I'm still kind of like that because I just like being on the stage. Yeah. And uh, we probably have differences of opinion about whether you should perform if you're not totally ready. But I know at the moment I'm trying to get as much experience as possible because I want to become yeah. as good of a performer as possible. And that kind of segues into what I think of drag, my drag. Uh, before that, mm. um, I just want to make one comment and then ask you a question. Yes. I do think that if you want to start doing drag, just start doing it, you know? Don't wait till you're ready. Just Yeah, um, that might take a long time. Be as ready <laughs> as you possibly can, but don't wait till you can say, okay, I have everything. Because to be ready, I can tell you that you're going to wait two years at least to yeah. figure out your face, to figure yeah. out what looks good on your body, to figure out how to move on stage yeah. and stuff like that. It's going to take you a long time, and you know. And some of those things might come naturally or you yes. might have experience. Like, I, the only experience I have on stage is playing 
piano on stage and some singing, but I never had to dance on stage or even move that much. So I already, I could say I'm used to having eyes on me and trying to command a stage, you know, whether it's, I do it successfully or not, but I'm used to the feeling of being on stage. So that, that, you know, that's helpful, but I still have to learn how to move around on stage. I never did makeup before this. Some Same. of us have, but if you're, if you wait until, oh, I'm, I need to learn how to move on stage. I need to learn how to do my makeup. I need to learn how to have the most sickening outfit. You're never going to do drag. <laughs> it's just going to be in your head. Yeah. Yeah. So just find a scene and do it. Um, mm. My question for you is that um, I'm not even going to go to Veronica, which was your original My name. My original name. Um, but uh. why did you choose Vextra Von Hex? Well, mostly because I knew Veronica, the Veronica or Veronica LeBlanc had no real resonance with me. Yeah, it sounds it, like a Karen name, to yeah. be honest. I think I just thought it was cute at the time and stuck with it for a while and then it was stuck with me. And then I was like, I really want to change the name. And so I sat down and I thought through some names, a couple of different ones. I can't, I think one of them was like Vortex, something like this, <laughs> Vortexa or something. <laughs> Apparently V names are so in, Imagine. in my brain. But um, <laughs> Vextra, so. What? Does this sound like somebody's in our house? Um, okay, let's check. Can you check? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And lock the door if nobody's there. Okay. I'm back. Did you pause? Okay, um, yeah. Let's finish up. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, Vextra so, Von Hex, you yeah. chose it. Why Vextra? Why Von? Why um, I, well, I liked the name Hex. I just like the word. I don't know why. I like the sound of it. But, well, I did kind of think of back when I was a witchy or practicing witchcraft or spirituality, I dabbled in, like, black magic, quote-unquote. Imagine. Like, oh, I'm mad at this guy. I'm going to put a curse on him. <laughs> And I always said that because me and my friend at the time who was doing it with me did that, we got cursed because both of us became loser drug addicts. <laughs> and I know that's like silly to say, but I, it was like a running joke. Okay, so okay. I was like, I always thought there was some kind of hex. And, you know, I am a clumsy motherfucker. Yes. And I screw up things and trip over myself all the time. So hex was a way to like over this terrible clumsiness curse or whatever joke but then vextra i just came up with because i was thinking like vex to be vexed like worried or anxious because which I, is very much you yeah yes um overthinking at least like my brain is so noisy i can't shut it up it's like i can't shut it up at this moment but so i thought of vex and then I thought of extra. And then I also thought it also can mean V extra or very extra. Okay. So I fair, stuck another fair, X on it. 
Okay, and then Von Hex. Von is just a way to attach the names. Okay. Instead of Dextra Hex, I yeah, thought yeah. it would be better if I stuck in something, something. in the middle so okay. it flowed a little bit better. But since I'm so indecisive uh, and forever vexed, forever hexed with being vexed, um, I put a nickname, the Hex. Yeah, <laughs> the hex. Yeah, and we I all let, call you the hex. And yeah. when people ask me for my name, this happens all the time. But when people ask me for my name, um, I'll say the hex, and a lot of them think I say the X. And a lot of times, I'm like, "Wow, that's really good. Maybe I should change." <laughs> imagine, imagine. <laughs> and I've also thought about changing it to Hexy because it just sounds so cute. Yeah, I mean, I think you can keep it as Vectra von Hex, but like it's. It's okay to be called the hex, you know, like yeah, I, yeah. I I like these options, and I'm yeah, I'm enjoying this name so far. Even if my looks at times probably don't fit with it, but I'm like, you know, whatever. All right, okay. So moving on, why did you choose drag? Um, <clears throat> because I love it, and uh, obviously, like I said, when I first saw drag, I couldn't believe that people could get up on stage, lip sync to their favorite diva song, live in their diva moment, and people eat it up. I just thought it was the best thing ever. And especially since it was over the top, extravagance. And I'm definitely into that. Anything that's ridiculously exaggerated, yeah, <laughs> glittery, colorful, and powerful, I'm into it. All right, fair. I mean, I would say I chose, I didn't choose drag. Drag chose me. Yeah. Um, only because I had a daddy who sponsored my first time in drag. Luckily, yeah, I didn't daddy have to Washington. suck his dick <gasps> for that. He was just a friend who <clears throat> saw me and thought I might do this. And yeah, it kind of worked out. I'm still doing it. Um, and <clears throat> I continue to do it because it's fun and I want to be here when the Hanoi scene grows. Yes, It's the reason why I haven't even looked at living somewhere else yeah, anymore. And, and I think a lot of us kind of want to try living somewhere else. Yeah. Like, excuse me. <laughs> I honestly, I'm bored of Hanoi as a city, but yeah. I... The drag scene is so precious to me. And, you know, my friends, all the other queens that I don't want to leave yet. I would love to go to experience in a whole other country, but this scene is just too precious to me. And not just because I can get gigs here, but because I feel like we're growing. Yeah. And while I'm here, I can still grow too. Sure. So especially, I don't want to go to another scene that's so established and... It's going to be really hard to get gigs and then feel like my drag slowly dies because I can't uh, poke through the scene. Sabotage. <laughs> I know I can break into any scene, honey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Um, uh, quickly, what are your, who or what are your drag influences? Okay. Um, I'm looking for my notes to make sure I don't go off track. Okay, I will start then. <laughs> okay. All right, so um, my drag influences are basically in my name, Winnie <laughs> Mandela, the women of Black Panther, and Kerry Washington's role as Olivia Pope. Those are my main inspiration. And of course, anybody else who dares to put on a wig 
and uh, six inch heels and goes out and say I'm a, a woman, bra. baby. Yeah, and, it's and a white bra. jumpsuit. Exactly. <laughs> it sounds like RuPaul. <laughs> ah, I okay. mentioning RuPaul. But... Oh, I know who you're mentioning. <laughs> All right, um, who are your influences? Um, definitely video game women wearing outlandish costumes is yes. probably um, the very first time I ever saw drag in a sense. That yeah, I, can, I guess I love us in a sense, yeah. Yeah, that I, that I can think of. Besides someone like you mentioned to me earlier today, Elvira. Oh, yeah, or a yeah woman of course. Like this. Yes. So any woman in outlandish costumes, especially Idea from Final Fantasy VIII, or even Seymour from Final Fantasy X, who is not a woman, but he's still wearing some ridiculous-ass costume and has, like, this high-pitched feminine voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who and, else? And um, Thorgy Thor, if anything, just for the way that... She, I really like the way she looks electric. The way... When, when she was on season eight, I looked up her videos of her lip singing, like some of the queens in bars, to see what they did outside of Drag Race. And I really liked the way she lip synced. And I thought she did a really good job with uh, Bitch Perfect. Just the way she moves her face and everything is very captivating. So I really enjoyed it. Uh, so I would say as far as lip syncing and performance, her... Probably because I'm not a dancer, so I don't look up to a dancer or something of that. Well, in Alaska, too, I guess. But And then the last one is pretty much any diva singer. Like, over, okay. you know, from Martha Walsh <laughs> to Janis Joplin to even, like, more... Even someone that is more subtle in their approach to songs, but somehow still powerful. Okay, and what about makeup-wise? Ooh, this one was... Hard. I would say, of course, BBQ and Silver were ones I looked up to. Um, and anyone that does experimental makeup, like Nina Bonina Brown, uh, I really liked her makeup. Um, then some random YouTube channels that do like experimental kind of made makeup. Okay. And I guess Juno Birch, I know she always does the same kind of makeup, but I guess if anything, just for the alien aesthetic. All right. I mean, honestly, all the queens in the world and the queens of Hanoi inspire my makeup. Mm. If I like something, then I'm going to do it. Mm. Okay, so um, let's go quickly because our time is like really Aww. running out. Okay, so um, <laughs> what are the two challenges that you have faced as a drag queen? <coughs> Excuse me. Um Okay, well, I agree with the ones that you put down. Which okay, you... I will say them. I put three, so <laughs> <laughs> I will say, but I'll say two only. Okay, so one, mm. it's expensive. Like, oh, if God. anybody tells you that you can just do drag, sure, you can. But the truth is, drag is expensive. You're going like, yeah. to struggle if you try to do it on a budget. Oh, um, <clears throat> and to be honest, I still struggle with time when I do my face. Mm. Like I, I take three to five hours to do my face. So I don't know how I can take it down to an hour and a half, which is a goal of mine that I've not been able oh, to reach. I wish. Yeah. I think the worst part about getting ready is just that I'm so slow because I love putting on makeup, but of course sitting down for 
three to five hours is, you know, it's it's exhausting. Yeah, it you, is. You know, if you sit down for like one and a half to two hours, then you finish a lot faster and you can feel the fantasy longer. Yeah. Sure. Um, so for mine, it kind of goes into the expenses because nowadays you have to really turn out looks uh, way more than you had to in the past because drag is no longer underground. Yeah. And some people cannot understand this, but you have to put in a lot more work. You can't just throw on a wig, yeah. put on some mascara, lip gloss, and blush, and then yeah. run out the door in heels and no pads and no and like socks. It's still a drag, but nobody's going to respect you. <laughs> yeah, nobody's going to hire you. Yeah. And, and I don't know... It's unfortunate because maybe a lot more people don't get to try drag because it seems very out of their scope of I mean, ability. to be honest, they can do it on Halloween, maybe, you know. But <laughs> to be honest, like, I think the way that drag is right now, it somebody took it to that level that oh, yeah. if you're not really... <laughs> trying your best to get to that level. Not saying that you should be on that level, but you should be trying to get to it. Otherwise, yeah. like, what's the point, you know? Well, some people, they don't have to put on anything extravagant and they might not get many gigs. And in that sense, they just do drag for fun here and there. Which is fine, which <laughs> yeah. is fine. I'm just a queen who believes in intentionality. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you have a blonde wig on, why is it blonde? You know, if you have a pencil skirt on, why do you have that instead of a bodysuit? You mm. know, like that's that's my approach to drag. And if it's just sloppy, it's not intentional, you yeah. know, and I don't find that appealing. No matter how good of a queen you might be even, yeah. you know, if it's not intentional, I don't find it exciting. Yeah. And you're competing with a, a whole lot more queens and... You basically need a lot of talents at your disposal if you if you want <clears throat> sorry if you want to get noticed as a queen yeah and you cannot be the foul mouth anti-establishment sort of character like before because now we are mainstream so you can't make racist jokes no <clears throat> you can't make the same sort of gender norm jokes that you everyone used to laugh at and pay drag queens to do True. in the past you yeah. can't. It can be rude, but like I told somebody <laughs> just last week, like your jokes have to be funnier mm. than they are mean. Yeah. Because if you don't have funny jokes, then you're just a mean drag queen. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody likes. And nobody likes that. A mean person. True. Um, as for the benefits, <clears throat> I like the fake celebrity status that 100%. drag gives me. And you know what? I have so many abilities at my disposal because of drag. I can mm. do my makeup. I can um, style a wig. Mm. I can actually conceptualize an idea and just show it through my drag. Mm. And most of the time, it will be 100% me. And if not mm. 100% me, at least 70% me. Yeah. Yeah. I would say mine are pretty much the same. Like... The fake celebrity status was what attracted me the first time. I don't know if I'm just egotistical or just, <laughs> I don't know. But I loved that whole shebang that came with it. The The benefits for me is the the celebrity status. Yeah. Um, and I guess being a, you know, a sort of 
I don't want to say a beacon of light. Sounds so cheesy, but people do look up to drag queens to give them hope. Yeah. During a dark time. <laughs> True. They come to see us, even if it's like gay clownery. Yeah, I mean, it's because <clears throat> drag queens, most of the time, yeah, it's a character. Of course. And like most drag queens are happy characters. And even if your character is a bitter, angry bitch. Or like a cold beauty. Yes, people still look at that and they're mm. like, okay, like that is funny. And like they find or that it is amusing. fierce. Yeah, exactly. And they, they want to know more about it. Like when I saw that tall queen in the past just strolling by looking gorgeous. Yeah. I wanted to know more about her. Okay, I'm going to skip the next question so that we can try to finish this quickly. Is it a good question? Um, it is the highlights, which uh, I think if you're not in Hanoi, really, it won't matter. Uh, um, okay, so um, what to do if you want to start drag? Okay, so first of all, I want to say find your tribe. That will make it easier yes. for you. Find no. people who are like you, whether that is online or in person. Because once you find those people, they will show you the right way that you need to go. Yeah. Um, secondly, I would say make sure you've seen a drag show live. Um, and lastly, get makeup from your female relatives. Like, don't buy everything at once. No. Just make sure that you have foundation in your color and buy your own brushes because <laughs> you don't want to be... Uh, dirtying up somebody else's brushes no. with your dirty face and your dirty eyes. I'm already lazy about washing my brushes, so yeah, you wouldn't want to use my brushes. True. Um, <laughs> and um, just practice your face, and that's about it. What do you have for <clears throat> that question? Well, I would say pretty much the same, although I guess I could add on to it. If you really want to do drag, make sure you... I mean, I'm... Not saying that I'm the best at this, but make sure you know how to talk to people and that you're up to date on the latest, you know, I don't want to say... Drag trends. Trends, but also social... What What is the word I'm looking for? Like, social, keep up with social movements. Yeah, social, political, movement, economic yeah. uh, conversations. Exactly, because... Yeah. Drag queens are smack dab in the middle, and if you come up on stage saying something, you know, about Chinese getting, hope they die from coronavirus, girl. Yeah, exactly. Embarrassing. Or make a Facebook <clears throat> post and say, oh, I'm looking for a fag hag. Nobody uses that term Ooh, anymore. No. You yeah. know, like we use squirrel friend. Yeah. Like, which basically means an ally. Fag hag is very problematic. Yeah. It, it objectifies women and makes them into like objects for gay men to be walking around with. Of which they are not. Yeah. They are allies. You exactly. Know, like, and also, if you're going to be a drag performer, please understand that lip syncing needs to be practiced you cannot yes lip syncing is not just moving your mouth to the words yeah you don't have to exaggerate your face like i probably make way more faces than needed but that's just what i i like to do but find the style you like but just make sure that at least your eyes are moving <laughs> oh yeah true i mean like i said just ask yourself why am i doing this mm. why am i walking to the left instead of the right 
why am I smiling when I say this line? Mm -hmm. You know. Um, yes. Show emotion. Yes. And don't think that keeping your eyes at a hazy, like fifty percent open, is somehow sexy and endure or alluring. Exactly. You can paint that way. You don't have to do that. Like just think Jessica Rabbit makeup, and yeah. you can achieve that. You know. Um. So. Um, is there anything else? I also think that like a lot of new queens, especially when they're pretty boys, that people tell that they can be beautiful queens, uh -huh. they tend to paint like normal girls. Yeah. Like I know that these days, the way that makeup works, it's the Kardashians have sort of blurred the lines between drag makeup and women's mm. makeup, but there's still a difference, especially in the eyes, yeah. you know? So make sure that you find your eyes and exaggerate them because you're not a real woman, honey, Yeah, you know? And yeah, the eyes probably are one of the most important features. Yeah. of Because you could paint some normal, well, like not really normal looking, but no, you could paint like, just put lipstick on your normal lips, but if your eyes look draggy, then you'd probably fool everyone into thinking you're a drag queen. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> or a real woman if you're really pretty, you know? So, mm -hmm. yeah, but basically just practice your makeup like a drag queen, not like a normal woman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a... I do want to ask before we go. Yeah. Um, what would you describe, like, as short as you can, I'll do the same. What would you describe... Winnie Wakantuk Washington's drag aesthetic. Um, I would character. say that my three adjectives. Let's use adjectives. Okay. Yes. Um, black, mm. toxic, <laughs> cunt. I don't know if I would ever see Winnie Wakanda Washington as toxic. My drag is toxic. You don't think so? <laughs> I always thought of Winnie as charming and. Pretty and powerful, not ever like corroding people's skin. <laughs> no, I mean, not or giving them diarrhea. How can I put it? I do. The thing is, the word infectious sounds boring to me. Oh, so I'd rather okay. use toxic, you know, okay. like because toxic makes it. Now she's stuck in your mind. More, exactly. More of a bad. Like, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it sounds cool. Um, let's see. My adjectives. Oh. Um, well, at least for what I would want to be as a drag queen, what I try is, um, exaggerated, theatrical, um, and I, I want to say the word alien because I can't think of something else. I would say hexed. Hexed. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to say clumsy. <laughs> we all know that. I'm trying to think of what I would ultimately want because I'm such a baby queen. I'm thinking in the next three years, I would definitely want to be exaggerated, theatrical, and alien. Okay, fair. <laughs> I think I'd still use the same adjectives three years from now, just more. I don't mm. want it to remain the same. Um, speaking of like three years from now, um, we don't know where our drag will be from there. Mm. So I think let's just see how the process goes. Um, but one thing that I want to try is to learn how to sew. What about you? Yeah, same. Okay. Like, I, of course, I want to eventually try to get onto a TV show. I think anybody who's doing drag, at least seriously, 
wants to try to get on one of the drag mini drag races. Yeah, season fourteen or fifteen. Watch yes. out, Vextra von Hanks. Ah, but we need to learn to sew, bitch. <laughs> yes. All right. So, um, before we wrap up, since this is our very first episode, I think we should mention that this podcast will not just feature us all the time. We mm-hmm. will have guests. <laughs> coming in yes and, plenty yes and um fiona hailey is our resident guest host uh, in a way if that makes sense like yeah. she <laughs> has a segment of her own where she tells us uh the vietnamese word of the day she and... also has a segment of her own in our closet in yeah. our wardrobe <laughs> yes. we need her we will yes she hangs in there and then she comes out when we need her yeah and if like... she needs to eat or drink we just hold the bo- the bowls yes up to her face cuz you know she's <laughs> hanging from the top of the wardrobe for whatever True. reason <laughs> but yeah we have a lot of good shows we have the drag of creativity with bbq we have mm. the drag of Genesis, where you will get to know more about the beginning of the scene with yeah. Silver Saint Sinner. We will have um, a show about learning how to DJ with Serotonin and um, High Bazaar. And uh, we are planning to have, oh, we will have an episode with Fiona, like a full episode with Fiona talking to us about hair. And definitely tune into that because Fiona is a hoot. A hoot? What's that? <laughs> it's like an old lady term for like, she's funny. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And um, yeah, we'll have more queens coming as well. So just, and kings and uh, mm-hmm. non-binary people. Mm-hmm. And if you're in Hanoi and you would like to talk to us, please make sure that you message our Facebook page, uh, Drag Orphanage Podcast. And uh, you can also email us at dragorphanage at gmail. Dot com. Um, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Where can I find you on Instagram? The Hex? At V Von Hex. So V V O N H E X. All right. And you can find me at Winnie Wakanda Washington. That is W I N N I E W A K A N D A W A S H I N G T O N. At Winnie Wakanda Washington. She made it. Yes. <laughs> They scare me every time I say <laughs> I, know, I was scared. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, is there anything you would like to say before we say goodbye to our listeners? Um, make us famous, please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to me, if this helps 10 queens out there, or if somebody uh, becomes a queen inevitably because of our podcast, then we've achieved oh, our objective. I mean, like the Hanoi scene in general, like oh. make us be historical <laughs> drag queens. But yeah, yes. if the podcast definitely listen to us and hopefully take Become all the queen. tips from us. Yes, exactly. And take your own scene to outer space. Absolutely. And I'll meet you there. Yes. All right. So we are going to segue into Fiona Hailey. Knock, so- knock. <laughs> Who's there? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that all didn't right. sound like Fiona. Yeah, it was it. All right. Okay, cool. Let us say goodbye and like Fiona will join us after this. Bye. Bye. Sing chow. Yeah. What's up, Fiona? What up, my brother? So (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is the first uh, segment that we're doing and we're gonna have Fiona Hailey for every episode that we're doing 
giving us the Vietnamese word of the day. Yes, she's going to come to our house every single day. We're yes. going to lock her in the closet <laughs> until she finishes. And then I don't want a king shame. <laughs> no locking, please. Just have a safe word and you'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> and we might open the doors. Yeah. The safe word is dick. Imagine, oh. yes. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. So, what is the the Vietnamese word of the day? The a cool one? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the first one the is The first one is The first one is nữ hoàng. What does it mean in English? Nữ hoàng means queen. Yes. Yes. Aka Fiona Hex or walk on the wall control. Yes, but for me they say nữ hoàng xinh đẹp. <laughs> they and were reaching, me, and they for me, they say "nữ hoàng xinh đẹp trên thế giới." What is that? <laughs> the prettiest in the world. Yes, mama. <laughs> right, so Small the world. word "queen." Oh. <laughs> Queen means "nữ hoàng." Nữ hoàng. Now, how gonna spell it? Try it. I'm gonna test your Vietnamese. N U space. H O A N G. In you with the tail and, and the, the tail. little, what do you call it? The wave. The tilde or whatever. We call it the wave. The wave. Yeah. H O A N G with the the downward the thing slide. on the A. The slide to the, the right. Slide down to the right. Yes. Okay, got it. So, exactly. That's easy. Nu. Nu. Huang. Huang. New yes. Huang. New Yes. Oh, yes. Thank you, babe. Appreciate the queens. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Good night. <laughs> okay.